talk with Gales and Dean. I'm your host, Gales. What are you wearing, man? Hey, 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 man, this is the insane Martin Payne face mask for the pandemic, baby. Oh, What's man. going on, man? How you doing, buddy? Uh, I can't. I can't with that thing on, man. Just, will you take it off? Are you by yourself and safe? Yeah, I'm by myself, uh, but they said we but, No, you can take it off, man, because we're, we're on camera. You're way over but there. I'm way over here in New Mexico. You're safe. Please, t- please take it off, man. Hey, you know what Mark used to say? This face belongs on the tizzle. <laughs> <laughs> I take it off though, man. Oh, thank you uh, very much for that. I want to be able to hear you, man. I want to be able to hear you. So today, today's show is titled "Who Knew," right? Because we, the, you know, we want to explore what we do and don't know, and we just realized we could write a whole novel with what we don't know. So we're gonna start there. And the first thing I want to do is explore who knew you were gonna wear those glasses, man. What are you doing? Hey. Is it bright, dude? Hey, look here, look here, man. It ain't even bright, buddy. It ain't even bright. I'm in, I'm in a little office. I'm chilling. But I said I got to bring a little bit of swag to the damn show. Really? So that's why I put the glasses on, man. I, I, I'm looking in the camera. They, they pretty swagger, too, man. What you think, man? With the beard? You, you don't like it? What do you think, man? Maybe I'm just a... It's a little bit of swag, man, you know? Hey, it just, it's something new. Something new. And I'm, I'm going to wear them the whole show, too. I'm not taking them off. I'm not taking them off. Hey, do this, please. <laughs> I, I was just wondering. So let's roll right on into the one of your favorite topics, man. The NBA bubble. Oh, All right. The NBA bubble, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Who knew, man? Who knew, who knew that we would? Who knew that we would one day become come to this that you have to go in a bubble for the NBA? No right. fans. Um, uh, you know, medium. What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? Medium uh, commentators and everything. They got screens in between them, like you know, uh, Reggie Miller. Yeah, man. And uh, like if they sitting next, it's a it's a it's a glass screen in between them, man. They can't even they could talk to each other, but they can't touch each other, man. Right. Uh, after the game, the post game shows and stuff, man. They got the long microphone. Right. It's like six feet apart. It's like the NBA players used to be able to stand right next to them and talk, but now it's a big difference, right? Man. Right. It's, it's this. Yeah. so like us growing up, bro. We're used to seeing the, the thousands in the in the crowd and stuff like that, man. Who knew that we would come to this point to have to see right. to watch the NBA? Like, but I'm telling you, it has not it has not let us down. It is exciting. It is exciting to watch this, man. They these dudes are playing for real good basketball. I thought it was gonna be like a joke at first, like right. it wasn't gonna be as competitive. It's pretty competitive, man. Pretty well, competitive. I want to explore this. Uh, who knew that the Golden State Warriors were gonna go through so much? You know what I mean? You got, so before the pandemic even hit, let's go all the way back, or not all the way back, but a little ways back to, yeah. you get Kevin Durant, gone. Clay Thompson, out. Vince Steph, gone, right? Broke his ankle. Broke his ankle, yep. man. And then, so, in the midst of all that, pandemic hits. So, even the owners, bro, even the owners, they have yeah. that brand new stadium just sitting around doing nothing. No, you know, doing nothing. Yeah, doing nothing. So they, I think they had like a little port where you can pull your little yacht, your boat right up to it, and then get in there and see your, your, the basketball game, right? And so they're in the yep. thing now where I, I'm pretty sure, and I'll have to fact check myself later, or I know my producer will. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have this thing in court going on where they're about to, you know, sue the insurance company for not 
I guess, going through with their claim. Because that thing is sitting there. What a lot of people don't understand about these stadiums is it's not just for football yep. games, not just for basketball games. It's monster truck rallies. It's concerts. It's depots yep. or expos and all that kind of stuff. So it's just sitting there draining them dry, man. And then you show up to the <laughs> bubble and, you know, Golden State is Golden State, right? Yeah, but it's crazy, though, because, like you just said, they go on the court with insurance uh, companies. Mm-hmm. These are billion-dollar owners, man. Who would ever think that billion-dollar owners would go to court to try to get loans right. to help something going, man? These are billionaires, bro. Right. And then they got to do this because all the money they losing because you built this big thing off of the team that you had. Yes. It looked like it was going to be the new Chicago Bulls, man. It yeah. looked like it was going to be the new 96 Bulls. And then it all crashing down, man. And, yeah, people who know me, I was on the bandwagon hard, buddy. Sure was. I, I was around with Golden State hard, you know. Yeah. One of my buddies like, man, you a Rocket fan. Yeah, maybe one day. I'm just doing what everybody else do with LeBron. Yeah, Whatever man. team he go to, they root for. So, KD went there. I like I like Steph. I'm a Golden State fan. Yeah. When they get Giannis, I'll be right back the same Oh, don't thing, say buddy. that. When they get Giannis. Oh. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Come on, man. Gonna, don't that, say hey, that. That's another topic for another day, but it's going to happen. We, yes, we'll sir. get into that. We'll get into So, talk to me about, um, you know, how about this? Who knew about the Blazers and the Suns balling out during the bubble? At 5-2 and two for the Blazers, and then you got the Suns who are 8-0? 8-0, oh? oh, buddy. Yeah. For, for the for the Trail Blazers, man, you know, they was fighting for an eighth seed anyway mm. um, when the, for the season got uh, paused. But, man, they came into this daggum bubble mm. on a mission like, bro, we're going to the playoffs. You got to think, man, the Trailblazers, they played in the uh, Western Conference Finals last year. Mm. So, you know, to go from that to you fighting for the AC, when they got to this bubble, man, these dudes came in prepared and ready. Wake up, Mellow looking good. Dame yeah. Dollar, man, you can't even <laughs> – is there anything to say about this dude, man? You know, he, he had that one bad game against the Clippers. And yeah. He done came out and scored 50 and 60 in the next two games, man. Yeah. And gave buckets to um, Memphis last night with 35 points. He, off the wall, man. But the Phoenix Suns, nobody seen this coming, man. Devin Booker is rallying these dudes 8-0. And, oh, and they only have one of their best players, Kelly Oubre. They without one of their best players, oh, wow. Kelly Oubre. Who knows what they'd be doing if they had him. Devin Booker is balling out. The Suns is balling out. Big shout-out to Monty Williams, the coach over there, man. Yeah. Hey, salute them, man. They're going to make a run. They're going to they gonna make some noise. They're going to make some noise. Okay, man. I would like to know, like, hang on. I'm trying to think here. I had a question for you. See, this is why I should write things down. You should. You're a very, very intelligent guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get lost into my own thought process, man. So we'll just move right on into cornrows, right, man? Your cornrows. Yeah, that's what it is, bro. <laughs> so let's talk about the Lakers, man. Who knew that they would look so bad at three and five, man? Three and five. Three and five, man. Oh, oh man, that's crazy, man. Because you got Bron, Bron, and you got AD, which uh, both of them they balling. Mm. You know, I'm not a LeBron fan, but you got to give props for props to do. Not a LeBron fan, you know that, but he, he out there balling, but it's just him and AD. When you take them two away, what can your other teammates do? They can't do nothing. Yeah. They completely lost. And, I mean, Kuzma had a good game the other day and hit that critical shot in overtime to win the game. But are you going to get that out of Kuzma every night in, night out? No. Kuzma is up and down, just like J.R. Smith. He's streaky. J.R. Yeah. Smith would get hot for three games, but he'd get lost for six games. Yeah. You know, so – 
LeBron and AD, they're going to need some help from them other guys if you're going to make a run to the title game, which I don't think they're going to make it, but that's my opinion because I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not a Laker fan. I do like AD, though. I do like Anthony yeah, Davis. Yeah. Can't take him. But basketball knowledge basketball knowledge. You take them two away, which you can't take them away, but if you contain them two and let the other players score or have to work harder to score, you can get them. And their bench is not as good as some other teams out there. Yeah. So they just – it was a big splash, you know, a big thing. AD coming to the, uh, the L.A. and we're going to the championship. Hold on one second, my friend. Okay. There's still a team in the West. Call the Los Angeles. No, Let's not be. Is that you challenging Lee Corso, man? Is that what just happened? Hey, we about to get sued. Shout out to Lee Corso, man. Shout out to Lee Corso, baby. <laughs> yes, look. Yeah, I'm glad you called it, man. I'm glad you called it. <laughs> so here's my question for you in this Who Knew thing, man. You and this LeBron James beef, man, where is that coming from, bro? Why you, you mean why are you a LeBron from? hater, man? Oh, man, ever since ever since we knew the kid was coming to the league, man, they already tried to compare him to Jordan, bro. There's no big um comparison to Jordan. It's not his fault, but he embraces it. How's he embracing? What you mean how he embraces yeah. it? He the man tries to wear twenty three. That's cause of Jordan. The little fadeaway that he shoot, that's cause of Jordan. The, the closest thing to a Michael Jordan fadeaway that ever was is Kobe Bryant anyway. And you know they put the bond before Kobe. I, I, Come on, man. It's Jordan. It's Kobe. Then it's the rest. Yeah, man, so I'm going to have beef with that. I've got, got a big beef with LeBron. I don't like that. That's idolization, bro. <laughs> you telling me that if you was his size and, and could play as well as he could, which, you know, I'm sure let you tell him you can, you mean to tell me that you would actually, growing up loving some Michael Jordan, you wouldn't try to idolize him and emulate him and then, you know, pay homage by doing the best he can and then trying to surpass him? That's the best thing for Michael Jordan. He loves that kind of competition. Like, come after me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mike never came out and said what he did in the finals made him the GOAT. Hmm. LeBron needs clarity. So, LeBron says these things about himself. Like, when he won that, the 2016 yeah, championship, he showed the shop. He sat there and said, I think me doing that made me the GOAT. LeBron needs clarity about he he always had to say I was the MVP four times of the league. Jordan never said this. Jordan didn't have to say nothing about himself to get clarity. Hey, LeBron man. do. That's the difference that people don't want to see and people get mad at me about. I'm pretty sure our comic section gonna blow up about oh, this. He's talking a lot of LeBron oh, lovers out there. I don't care, man. I'm not it. I like his shoes to play ball in though. I do like his shoes to play ball in. Well, I'm glad you like. I will shoes, give him man. that. I like his shoes. But I'm telling ball. you, LeBron loves some Michael Jordan, the player at least. All right, let me let me ask you this question: Go ahead. Is LeBron trying to live in Mike's um, legacy? I don't think so. So, for everybody who's a LeBron hater, like my friend to the left is, let me t- let me tell you something. He's not trying to be Michael Jordan. He's not Jordan. He's not trying to be. And honestly, I don't think he wants to be. If you look at it, their personal lives, man. One thing about that Bulls doc that I really paid attention to was one line, right? When he's sitting there, when Michael Jordan is sitting there and he's almost, he's like about to cry, right? When he's when he's talking about, you know, don't chase it like I did. Like, because this yeah, life ain't, ain't for me. All the friends he lost, the bridges he burned, right, to chase that. And if you think about it, LeBron is only, what, three championships away and maybe a few 
uh, scoring titles short. But besides that, LeBron is pretty pretty darn in the, in the conversation, man, of, for the GOAT. So I, I don't know. And he's still playing, which I think he's on cruise control waiting for his son just so he can have another NBA historical moment of playing against or with his very own son. So I don't know. That's you, my made all, you made all good facts there. I'm not discrediting your facts. The one fact that you made that I do oh. not agree with, He's not going to get those other three rings, buddy. He's not going to have to. That's what I'm saying. He's got three. Like, live your life. Look at his media outlet. Look at his shoe game. Look at all of these things that he's working with, right? And he still looks like he's pretty happy with his original wife. No no disrespect to divorces out there. You know, maybe they're happy or better off. But he's still with his wife. Seems to be happy. He's still with his family. He's still got his kids. He's still got his friends. Every, like people like him, they respect his game, and most people in the NBA seem to be friends with him, even off the court. You know, coming on the show and stuff. Look at Olin Depot, right? Giannis, I think was out there. Like, I don't know. So that, that's for. Nah, I mean, it's not just come from the old school. Watching the old school, man, yeah. you didn't have no friends when you played against each other, bro. And it just that's just the love I came from. Mm-hmm. You know me, you played ball me, dang there all our lives, yeah. man. It, I could be friends with somebody on the other team, but once that once that whistle blew, bro, I don't like you. So that just <laughs> sometimes I mean, after, it, it's sometimes like, before the whistle. <laughs> before the whistle, it's like in a pickup game, man. You on my opposite team, I don't like you. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying to dominate you. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it just that's the era I came from, so I don't like the friend part of it. But you yeah. made some good points, man, because LeBron, uh, his personal life is a lot more. Uh, Family loving, as I see, man. He he enjoys time with his family, wife, his kids. I, I do like that about it, man. And um, you know, LeBron don't mind being out in the public eye where Mike is all private and stuff. Because Mike, Mike really is like I'm a I'm a Mike fan. Love Mike to the death. But Mike really like, could you say miserable at times? Yeah. You know, That's it. he could be miserable. That's it. You know. That's it. And, and then that part of the argument I can't win because I you do got a good point. Yeah. But far as the play on the court. To the day I die, MJ. So check this out. It's kind of like that Tupac Biggie thing, right? I love both of those rappers, right? I'm very grateful, and I hate they went out the way they did. But here's the difference that my wife and I really uh, pay attention to is Tupac, you know, he goes hard, or he's really serious, and he's got something to say just about all the time, right? Biggie, and like, I mean, if you think about uh, Biggie, if you think about P. Diddy, that whole group, the family, it seemed like they were having a really good time. And that's how I look at uh, Jordan versus LeBron. LeBron seems like just pure joy. He's, he's really enjoying himself out there on the court, and he's enjoying his family and friends and what he's doing, right? Jordan just looked like more obsession. Like, I have to do this, and ain't nobody going to work harder than me and all this stuff, which is good to a point. But he didn't seem like he was really, you know, joyous. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you make valuable points, man. I mean, we could talk about yeah. this. Georgia. I know we gotta move on. I know, I know. We we, we could make five episodes off this one topic. Man, it's gonna have to be a recurring thing. <laughs> you always you always gonna find different views and different things yeah. that that you your beliefs versus my beliefs with it. And you know, yeah. As long so. as you as long as it ends with you saying that I'm right and you're wrong. All right. So next topic here, man. So who knew <laughs> we're celebrity connections, like. Weird, weird celebrity, celebrity What's one of your weirdest celebrity connections, man? Of all time, man. Oh, oh man. You remember Flavor Flav and Bridget Nelson? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, I got a Maybe we can put a picture here or somewhere a, over here. 
over here, man. right there, here. I don't know. Somewhere. It's mammoth. You gotta think, man. This mammoth of a woman, Bridget Nelson, is like six one, six two, with heels off. Flame. <laughs> yes. Flav is about the size of our buddy D Walk. I mean, oh, five foot four. Shut up, D Walk, man. Get him off you. Get in the comments and get him off man. you. And get fuck, fuck for real. Flav about five four, five five, man. Yeah. That is totally. It ain't even the black and white. That's out the picture. I don't have a problem there. It's the height difference, and they they from two different worlds. You know, Bridget was this big, pretty blonde in in movies in the eighties and the nineties. Flav was this movement rapper with public enemy. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? But he the you know, you got this little dude with mouth full of gold walking around with a big ass time clock on his neck. Boy yeah. stuff like that, man. Yeah, <laughs> so you know they that's that's two different uh that's two different lifestyles, man. And and they loved each other, bro. Yeah. They they loved each other, yeah, man. I believe that they loved each other. Was... So, I mean that, that was crazy man to see them two come together. But it's actually pretty cool, man. Cause it's like real love. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. This, who knew? Right? Who knew? Who knew about? Who knew? Right, who, I want to know in the comments. Excuse me. I want to know in the comments who out there knew that Russell Wilson, the football player, will be with Sierra. Right. Wow. Who knew? Yeah. Right. And then the, the extra added thing is like, so basically, I mean, her, uh, the father of her child is future. So it's like. That weird connection, you know, like, hey, how you know Future? Oh, he's my wife's, you know, he's the father of my wife's ch child, you know. Like, who knew about that, man? What are your thoughts on that? Man, because you got to think, man, uh, Sierra comes from this world, uh, well, you know, she's from Atlanta, we all know that. Mm -hmm. But she come from this hip-hop world, man. And you're dealing with all these uh, rappers, man. You know, you got the trap rappers that she made song yeah. with. And you know, Atlanta rappers. This girl, you know, saying she she getting down. She got the moves, and then you got Russell Wilson, this clean cut quarterback man, well spoken guy. Um, you know, got got the look, man. You know, what I'm saying you put him on any red carpet, man. Yeah. That, that, that's him. Yeah. So you would never think them two worlds, and, and he's an athlete. Uh, you you wouldn't think of Sierra being an athlete more. You think of her being more of a rapper. Because look at all dudes she dated before. Yeah, entertainers, yeah. sports entertainers, artists. You know what I'm saying? So then she get with uh, Russell Wilson, man, and it worked, man. Like these two are, you know, they didn't have the kid, married, doing good. She got him in a little TikTok video doing the dance and stuff, mm. man. <laughs> we just Russell Wilson on the field. He scored a touchdown, man. He get the ball to the referee, run off, man. Yeah, but yeah. you you <laughs> get him out of. You know what I'm saying? Wearing skinny leg jeans, stuff like that. You think you stuff like that, man? I think it's pretty cool too. Right. Shout out to that. Shout out to that couple. Yeah, man. for real, man. Shout out, man. I like it. Yeah. What? But it's a height. She like six foot two, and he. They say he's six foot. Russell Wilson five nine. They bet five nine. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a big flash. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Come on, man. You know how yeah, those measurements go in football. He won the best quarterbacks in the NFL mm. by far. So let me ask you this, you know, because they had um, they had the whole thing before they got married of they wanted to remain celibate as a couple. Now, what are your thoughts on that? You Man, think they made it? Couple. You think Russell Wilson held out from Sierra? Shit, if he did, he's a better man than me. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that, man. My producer may hit me with a staple or something on camera. 
but uh, well, yeah. you know, I might head off to Mr. Black. Russell. It's all right. It's you, man. It's you. But you know, uh, it, go off the uh, uh, go off their uh, religious beliefs. Mm. Uh, you know, if they if they said the man upstairs told them to go that route, then yeah, I can see him doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you know, so we can't question. You know, if they had a, a a kneel down prayer about it or whatever, and, and asked yeah. the man upstairs, you know, to help them with that. So if they did it that way, then yeah, yeah, good I, point, I good point. Doing, man. And Russell Wilson is yeah. listed as five eleven. My producer's telling me in my ear here. Um, so yeah, so she's five four. So I'm pretty sure she's sensitive about <laughs> about about short people. Speaking hey, speaking I'm of sorry. short people, let's go on to uh, <laughs> the next topic. Who knew that we would miss comedy so much? You know, I was thinking about Kevin Hart and Cat Williams. Like, who knew? And you know what? To people out there who don't know what you talk about, man, we we're missing out on like comedy, and we mean like stand ups. Yeah. Nobody's doing live shows right now, yeah. man. They're starting it's to. Hard. Yeah, starting to, man. But you know, we used to like every other month, man. One of the top comedians they were doing like live shows, like either uh, box office in mm-hmm. the movie. On YouTube, Hulu, or something, man. Yeah, man. And right now, you getting that. You have to look at rerun. I think right now, for what we going through, man, you need comedy, man. Yes, you need comedy, bro. Like that, that that'll help ease this pen this pandemic, man. You know, I come on this show and I do little antics and stuff, man, because that's what we want, man. We want we want to ease people's mind of the craziness that's going on in the world. Because like me and you said last week on last week's show with the mask and stuff, man, we can make light of a lot a lot of this stuff, man. So. You know, a lot of people look down on comics because comics is the last real truth. They're going to tell you what you don't want to hear, but they're going to do it in a funny way. Yeah, it might get under some people's skin, but if you don't like it, don't listen to it. You know, I consider myself like that, man. I'm going to say some funny stuff that might get... Now, I know I know what levels to go to and what levels not to go to, but I might say some stuff. I might say some stuff that, um, you know, get under your skin, and it is what it is. So we need that comedy back, man, and, like, Dave Chappelle, oh, yes. uh, Cat Williams, man, Kevin Hart. Speaking of Cat Williams and Kevin Hart, man, was that a real beef? You know, this, I don't know. Just... I mean, that, look, so because of their, like, because of stand-up comedy's absence, we rewatch it in our house a lot. And then I did stumble upon something that was talking about the beef or the rivalry, at least. But I don't know, man. I really don't know. I know for one time, I think Kevin Hart said something about Cat Williams being up for some roles that Cat Williams either turned down or couldn't show up for. I know he had some legal issues, right? And then Kevin Hart just said, shoot, I'll take it. You know, he didn't, he won't turn anything down. And this was leading up to Soul Plane. So that tells you about where he was. He hadn't released his first special yet. Um, so I don't know if, if Cat Williams and, and them have a, a beef, but it made me curious because Dave Chappelle, one of his specials, was uh, trying to break down, you know, the whole Bill Cosby thing, right? And he would be like, he was saying, that'd be like if you found out that same thing about Kevin Hart, you know, because he was talking about Bill Cosby being the hero to him until all this stuff came out, right? Um, and so when he would mention that, he said, the only person that would believe that would be Cat Williams. <laughs> so I feel like in their community, there is something that they'd be talking about behind the scenes, but I don't know, man. I mean, it's crazy, man, because, like, both of them are real good comedians, man. So, like, okay, that's just like any other business venture, man. If uh, you can't get a hold of one person, man, and then you got this other guy sitting right there waiting and mm. you, you ask, like, okay, say say, say, me and you going to play ball, okay? Right. 
basketball. So I'm gonna just say that because we both played. All right, you five miles, you five miles away, but I'm on the court and somebody was trying to hold your spot. We were like, "Well, Jeremy's still five miles away." Oh, uh, Dean, you want to play? Hell yeah, I'm gonna step in there and play. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's opportunity thing, man. Kevin Hart seen his opportunity. Did he steal it? No, it was presented to him. So yeah, he took it. Yeah, like anybody that else man would, yeah. He was trying to establish himself. Cat Williams was already a little established. Mm -hmm. So at that point in time, you got to be on top of your A game. You know what I'm saying? You got to be on top of here when you're trying to stay up here. Right. You always got somebody else coming trying to climb the ladder and get up there. Did he do it the wrong way? I don't think so. It was an opportunity. It presented himself. He took it. The rest is the rest is what it is. The rest is his. He didn't do that wrong. Yeah. So I like both of them. I'm not down but to me, Cat Williams, you really can't mm -hmm. get mad about that, bro, because you would have did the same thing. He didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't go up to the, to the guy back or nothing and say, you know, well, he ain't doing such and such, so I, I'm going to do it. No, they came to him and asked because he didn't meet his obligation or where he was supposed to be. Right. I'll tell you it's what. It's business, man. I hope to see it come back, man. Stand-up comedy I'm talking about. But I hope they do it yeah. safely because that stuff with DL collapsing – I don't want to see that either. Like as much as I want to see their acts and their new material, I don't want to see my favorite comedians collapsing. He won the kings of comedy. If you remember that uh, whole thing, so let me ask you this: Now, how would they be able to do stand-up comedy with a crowd now? Like, could you still have a crowd and put the biters at the tables? Dave Chappelle, you know, like small clubs, it's small clubs. Yeah, and they have tables. I don't know, man. Dave Chappelle did this thing when he did the 846 for the George Floyd stuff, right? Where he had people come in and you could see that they were like taped off six feet apart. They had their mask on, right? Um, and it was, I think, at his ranch or something. Like he lives in Ohio on the farm or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who knew, right? <laughs> so Who knew? Dave Chappelle lived on the damn farm. Yeah, in Ohio <laughs> with his sister and his family. And yeah, that's where they are. So, um,. Yeah, so they did this thing where they kind of they followed all you know precautions or took all precautions, but I'm not sure yeah. if you can do that with a big stadium. Like he's coming, I think Dave Chappelle himself is actually coming to uh, Bridgestone, or he's at least scheduled to. And I don't know if they're gonna do yeah. the NBA bubble with the glasses between him and people, and if people want to take that risk, they can come out. Are they gonna have to sign some sort of waiver or like I don't know, man. It's a lot, but I, I know that. There's people smarter than, than me who can figure this stuff out because I would love to see us be safe but also get a break from all this pandemic stuff by seeing them perform. Yeah, people, people need to look at Adam Silver and the NBA and see how they did this bubble, and you'll get an idea of how to do stuff like that right. because it's working for them. It has not been no new cases. Everybody's safe. Everybody getting tested. It's working for the NBA. It's working for NHL, too. Yeah. They bubble. You need to look at them two commissioners, man. Take your hats off to them. Whatever they did, how they did it, the meetings and stuff leading up to how they did it, they're doing it the right way. Yeah. So for people over these comedy venues and everything like that, I think you need to look at them, how they did it. And it could be done safely. Yeah. What a crowd. I was just watching something the other day, man, um, a little AAU tournament, man, and uh, how they got it. You know how, okay, where well, our parents sit in the stands, where well, they got the glass in front of that now. All around the court, and the kids on the court, mm. and it safe. So they took an idea from the NBA ball. It could yeah. be done, but even it, something it like work. that, like you have to think about because right that that is more, um, I don't know, aesthetics, right? It just looks good. 
But every one of those kids are going to be with each other, and then they're going to split up and go with their families on the other side of the glass. So how do you work all that stuff, man? That, like, I don't know. I, I hope uh, we can get to something. I hope the virus just dips, man. Like, I, I'm I'm done with this thing, man. I'm, I'm a social butterfly. I need to be out and mingling. You know what I mean? Yeah, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And my wife is tired I, I, of me, man. She needs. She's like, hey, let's go on a walk. <laughs> it's like, whoa, know, what did you just say? Gym and, and hoop, man. I mean, gyms are open that you go in there and work yeah. out. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm like, uh, Not here, me buddy. and my buddies, man, we play, we, we play a lot of basketball, man. Mm -hmm. So we ain't able to do that. I mean, we go to the outside court, but it ain't nothing like that inside court, man. When you get in your 30s, yeah. man, that outside court, tear the bees up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. <laughs> I looked at one the other day and caught a crown. What you talking about, man? Looked yeah. at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, 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 man, I remember I used to, oh, what, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh. Yeah, man. You know, it, uh, we miss comedy, man. We need it right now, mm -hmm. man. And what little bit I can do on this show to make people laugh a little bit, you too, yourself. Hey, man, we're going to keep doing it, man, because, like yeah. I said, we're in a crazy time right now. So we got to make some fun out of yeah, it and quit absolutely. just being That's why we're doing this remotely and, for and, now. And, you know, with yeah. my... Two tight braids and, and those shades you got on, bro. Yeah, I think we're doing a good job. <laughs> hey, hey, them shades, man. You know you like them, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to ship them out there to you, man. Amazon, one day. All right, one day. One day. Yeah, okay. I, I'll see you next year. Yeah, I know how you work, man. I know how you work. Ah, uh, funny dude. <laughs> hey, well, I have drunk three gallons of water today, buddy. I'm going to have to excuse myself and go to the bathroom. By all means, if that's man. all right with you, my man. You know, we're partners here, so you know, I mean, I don't know what what the I gotta fans going to feel, buddy, but go ahead, man. I got you. You know, the fans, they understand, man. Yeah. Hey, as long as it ain't front row, like at a comedy show, that they will roast for that. You got to hold it, bro. I ain't man, front row. I ain't, my, pay, my pay grade ain't up hey, here. Hey, man, I got, look, I got Susan with me, so I may have to join you, bro. Oh, oh, oh hell. Here goes Susan. <laughs> all right. All right, so I guess we're waiting on Dean. Producer, you got anything to say? No? Well, I know I want to, so first of all, excuse us, you know, because looking like Sidney looks, you know, he's in really good shape, and to keep it up, he's got to stay hydrated. So, you know, with, what comes with that is him having to use the restroom. But I'm going to take this opportunity, man, and talk about this thing right here, all right? Tears of a Rose by, by Lil Monte Brown. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's an author now. Ooh. By Mr. Ramonte Brown. Yeah. See, when I knew him, you know, I had the privilege of playing with his brother. And I hated to see him, uh, his life end the way it did. You know, R.I.P. Trevion Kinzer. Um, but to see a sort of, I guess, a rosebud grow, even though it's planted in the midst of uh, concrete. I mean, that's what I feel like this book is, man. I'm... Barely, let's see, a quarter in, but it is really good, really easy to read, and I'm having a fun time. I don't trust Mike, but I definitely don't trust the other dude. Hey. Hey. Oh, oh Leslie. Oh, man. Show you what I do right here. Hey. 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 How y'all doing out there? Hey, Mr. Willis. Hey, hey, Gales, hey, what, what the hell going on, man? I mean, you're hey. back. Like, from what I understood hey. there, Sydney was, uh, Dean was out somewhere, man. What, do you just hell, go on with I, him or what? Right now, man, hell, you know, um, hell, I don't know 
don't know where it went, buddy, but you know what I'm saying? I, I was coming up from the backwood because uh, I was I was uh, mixing up some more shine. And I was coming from the backwood, buddy, and then I seen I seen you alive. So I said, that go my buddy Gas. Let me get on here and see what I can do. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who it is, now you know this is Mr. Willie Joe Kemp himself at your service, baby. Like, what's going on, Mr. Gales? Uh, nothing much, Mr. Kemp, man. I'm, I'm your humble servant, man. You tell me. What you got in that cup over there, buddy? Oh, just water. Yeah. Water. It's pretty early hey, here. here. Yeah. We're not live. This is going to be, this is previously recorded, so it's still pretty early here. In good old New Mexico, man. It's just water. Oh, what, what, you mean? what do you mean it ain't early? Shit, son, man, we're live. I'll tell you what, but you need to put that water down. I'm telling you right now, you need to get some of that sweet tech shine, but I'm yes, telling you, the best thing you have seen in your life. You understand what I'm talking well, about? Mr. Kemp, Mr. Kemp, I got I got four kids and a wife, man. I don't really know when I'll find the time to even test the, the shine out. I want to, but one may need a snack. Another one needs help with homework. I, I just don't know when I have the time to, man. Hey, look, I'm telling you, like you say back in the day, put the women in to bed, baby, and go looking for daggum dinner. We got to get out here and get this thing going, buddy. I got to get you out here to the backwoods. Mm -hmm. I got to show you the shed. I got to show you the shine machine, buddy. I got a couple cigars out there. We can puff on them, too, a little bit. Oh, you know what I'm man, saying? Not, oh. Look, look, look here. Look, look. Look, look. You're not. You're, you're a good-sized guy. So you can handle the shine. You understand me? Yes, sir. It look here, buddy. You you can handle that shine, man. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna hurt a thing, man. Just a sip too. Just a sip too, buddy. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll think about something, man. I need a, I need a you know say I need a segment on this show with you and Bean, and then y'all need to get me somewhere in it too, so I can be on here the whole time, man. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Because only time I get you to come up here is when when he leave or something. You yeah. know, and I I don't I get much spotlight. But I need all the spotlight that I got right now. Okay. You understand? Yeah. We'll, we'll say something about <laughs> with the producer here, man. She is really talented, and I'm sure she can find a way to do that for you, Mr. Kemp. Hey, well, what was y'all talking about there, man? Oh, man, we I went through so much. Today, so we titled the show today is Who Knew? So we talked a little about the NBA bubble, which team is doing good, which team is doing bad. We talked about LeBron trying to steal Mike Jordan's uh, legacy, possibly. And really, Michael Jordan, yeah. let me tell you something. Uh oh, let me oh tell you no. About Michael Jordan. Hey, look, look, I met Michael Jordan. Look, Michael Jordan came out of a little small town down, about, down in Arkansas a couple years back, man. I tell you, he, he, he just came through. I, I don't know where exactly we was going, but they stopped at the store, man. And, and you know, I seen him. I said, hey, hey, let's go, Michael Jordan. I told, I told Boom Cat, Boom Cat, that's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Boom Cat. Boom so, okay. Boom Cat, Boom Cat's a good basketball player. Hell, I, I consider myself a damn good basketball player, man. Look, but have you ever seen anybody ever play basketball in shorts and cowboy boots? I'll tell you, I get out there and I hit you with one of the spoons quick, buddy. What the cowboy boots are? You ever been put on stakes in cowboy boots? But anyway, enough said. Anyway, me and Boom Cat, we seen Mike Jordan in the store, and I said, hey, hey, Mikey, Mikey, can I get your autograph? You know, oh, he looked at me like I had crazy. He said, "Do you know anything about basketball?" I said, "Do I know anything about basketball? Do I know anything about basketball?" I said, "Let me go ahead and get my small and shorts and these cowboy boots. We go out here right now." I challenged Michael to a one-on-one -on -one game. Who do you think won? I'm assuming Michael Jordan. With all due respect, Mister Kidd. Hell no, when it's Joe Kimball. I tell you, look, if you can ever get Mike on the damn show, he'll tell you. He'll tell you. Hey, I gave him. I gave him, what them young boys say. I gave him buckets. The business out there on the court. Really? And he said, he took my hand. He said, bro, he said, 
Mr. Willie Joe, you beat me with a pair of snake skin gator boots on. Snake skin gators. You never heard this. Okay. And then, you know, he was like, we got to get some Gatorade to drink out the game. I said, no, we don't need no Gatorade. All we need is that sweet potato shine right there, buddy. And I'll get you back on your way. You know? Hey, I can say I play with the greatest players in the league, man. I play one-on-one. You know what the bucket was, too? What was it? We went to one bucket. Because when I scored, I said, I beat you. <laughs> oh, God. I said, they won bucket. I saw that thing. They won bucket. I said, when I scored, they won bucket. I won, man. Hey, hey, come on, man. Let's keep it going, buddy. I'm sorry, hey. Mr. Kill. You're just a hoot, man. I I can't keep up with you. Is Dean back yet, by the way? No? He's back. Oh, oh. I don't know, man. Okay, so we'll we'll keep it going, Mr. Kill. Um, so we talked about the Jordan stuff. We yeah. talked about – I'm looking at my notes here. You got to bear with me because I still don't have my glasses. All I got is my daggum uh, – what do you call it? Magnifying glass. So, oh hell, we take care of it. Come on now, come on out there to the backwoods. We take care of it. <laughs> I bet you. I so, so I will. I will something together uh-huh. fast. You understand me and quick. You understand what I'm saying, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Kemp. So we also talked about yeah. weird celebrities. Uh, Dean's favorite uh, weird celebrity uh, connection was, I think, it's Brigitte Nielsen or Nelson. Someone on the fact checkers on that. And Flavor Flav. Oh, I'm talking about the tall chick from Rocky. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, who knew she was right? I forgot about that, man. Yeah. Tell you, look back in the day, son. I used to see her in them damn tall, high heel shoes on that Rocky show, and I swear Mr. to God, Mr. man. Mr. Kip. Mr. Kip. Easy, Mr. Kip. Well, you know, you know what I mean. I, I can't really tell you, but it rubbed my felt a little bit, man. But play, play, man. I'm telling you, hell. Yeah, you know, I, I traded in my country music for one of those big old carcasses. I said, I could be Flavor Flav in the house, and we go into the South. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> right. You know, hey, did I say it right? Yeah, son. See, I can't say boy. I have to say son because that, that backwood, that's how we do it back here. Yes, I, sir, I, I, I understand. No Being from the South myself, that boy could be a big issue. Yeah, son. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Look, look, look. Uh, I'm tell you what, man. I'm looking around. I like the setup. I like what I see. Mm. How can I buy for a spot on this show? Uh, we'll have to talk to Dean. You know, Dean and I are partners. We came up with this idea together uh, with some other people back home. Shout out to Paco. Shout out to my wife. Uh, his lovely lady, Brandy. All these people, you know, just helped us, right? So right now, we're just trying to figure out some things and we'll get you on the show. He just shot out hell. I don't know none of you, but I'll give you a big shout out. But look, you got to go back. You got to look at this and you got to say, we got to get Mr. Willie Jones Absolutely. on this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I got to go. I think Dean's coming. I'm going to the backwoods. Right. We're going to the backwoods. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kill. To- oh, my goodness. I'm going to the- We're going to the backwoods. <laughs> We're going. Oh man, what's going on, man? Shoot, my bad. No, no problem, man. Hey, so let me ask you about this, uh, about Mr. Kemp. Man, is he related to you or anything or what? Mr. Who? Mr. Willie Joe Kemp. You didn't see a, a country dude somewhere? Never mind, we'll figure this out later, man. I don't know. I think you I think you gone, man. You've been drinking some uh some daggum Jamaican booboo or something, man. I don't know. What <laughs> see, there it goes. I knew he's gonna do something. Man, I'm drinking water. I'm telling you, the results coming soon. And that's our show for today. We want to thank everybody for watching, liking, sharing, engaging in our polls and in the comments. 
please be kind to each other and join us every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Thanks. See y'all next time. Thank y'all for watching, baby. Yes, yeah.